Welcome to the two. <laughs> Stop beeping. <laughs> Welcome to the Too Much Free Time podcast. Uh, we're continuing our trip down the horror genre lane with tonight's adventure of Saw, the 2004. I would say hit. It was pretty a hit. Started a dynasty. Yeah, started a dynasty. Directed by James Wong. Yeah, dynasty. Nice choice of words. Dynasty. Yeah. Dynasty. Oh, that I didn't get that to be honest. But yeah, directed by James Wan. And written by how do you say that? Lee Wanel. Wanel. Yeah, who ends up being one of the main characters in the movie, Adam, which. That's interesting. You Quick don't see. Note, so they actually met in college. Who did James Wan James, and yeah, and Lee Lay, um, Lee. We'll call him Lee. But Lee. yeah, they met in college, and then they just like they're like best buds, and they actually wrote that scene with the bear trap. Yeah, the um, reverse bear trap was like a short that they had filmed to pitch the idea. That's. I mean, we we can go into initial thoughts off that because I this is the. First time I've seen it in a few years. I've seen the other ones more recently, the other Saw oh, sequels. Not because they're better, because they're kind <laughs> of just randomly on IFC or whatever. But I hadn't seen this forever. And going back, it was still like I still thought this was fine, but it seemed unintentionally long. Like it seemed like they stretched this. Like it seemed like a movie that should have been a short film that mm. they extended into a feature, which is kind of what you're saying it was. Yeah. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of flashbacks that basically just go over what has happened throughout the entire movie. And like, it's like a 30 second burst of just like, do, 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 do. It gave them an excuse to reveal more traps, maybe, of ideas that they oh, have. Oh, yeah. Sure. I mean, the montage when we're introduced to uh, Danny Glover. Oh, for the second time? Yeah. Yeah. And like his montage of, you know, like, the crimes trash. and all that stuff, which, you know, so I didn't watch the other Saw movies, but female detective person is in on it, right? No, 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 no. Like, female no. detective person dies in the third uh, one because she helps Donnie Wahlberg, who's in the second one. Okay. Do we say spoilers here? No, uh, well, this, oh, that's like true. Yeah, I guess we're going to spoil some of the series, too, as we talk about this. Yeah, to be expected. Like. Okay, well, in that case, the Amanda is the one who, who's yeah, the in Yeah, the Bear Trap Girl mm-hmm. and um, Wesley. Yeah, the Dr. L- Dr. Lawrence. What's his name? Dr. Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, Lawrence Dr. Gordon. Gordon. Uh, yeah, okay. he ends up being revealed later as helping out. There's, just, there's too many traps. of those that I just lost track. Oh yeah, it's hard to keep track of these. Like I, for one, actually forgot some of the traps that were in this. I mean, there aren't a lot, and I think that's yeah. one thing I really forgot was this compared to the sequels is super tame. Well, yeah, yeah. This this is not torture porn. Yeah, not gimmicky. even though this is what started it. This and Hostel. Yeah, but like, I would say the sequels to Saw started what, the torture porn stuff because James Wan didn't really do anything with the other ones he wasn't responsible for any of that and he actually didn't like that fact of the saw sequel yeah i didn't like that i mean there were the traps were creative but the body horror aspect of it yeah and like the point it gets message it gets too more yeah and uh i mean were there any more interesting facts that you kind of Read oh shoot, there are a lot. Like so, you know, when we were talking about the happening and that being filmed in forty-four days or something. Well, this movie filmed in eighteen days. Really? Wow. Yeah, and a ton of the uh, actors or whatever filmed like Danny Glover, 
did all the scenes in two days. Um, Whoa. The Bear Trap Girl did her scene in a date, which we know. But so, like, supposedly James Wan had a crush on that actress and joked with his casting director, like, you know, she would be fun. I had a crush on her. And then she actually got her in on the movie. Oh, that's kind of funny. Did it lead to anything? It doesn't look like it. He got mm. friend zoned. Yeah. I mean, put her in a bear trap. I don't know if that's a way to. I mean, I feel like Harvey Weinstein's done worse. Oh, oh topical. <laughs> we already. <laughs> this dates the podcast. We drag him through the mud with split, and we're just going to bring it back for. Um, I mean, this. he's on, he's just on the news every five seconds right now, so it's kind of hard not to. Um, I mean, anything. Any other fun facts so, that's like, like you out know, to you? Movies aren't always filmed in chronological order, but these, these the bathroom were, scenes were filmed in chronological order. Well, that makes sense to me because I imagine how they just did it was they just continuously Don't, filmed. Yeah, you want to not say the next part because there are so many continuity errors, even in the bathroom scenes where oh, you can, really? t- yeah, like blood disappearing off of shirts or like the saw that uh, Adam Brogue is like fixed in another scene afterwards so like they're not all filmed in a day obviously you know like but the bathroom scenes are in chronological order interesting uh i mean let's just jump into the summary i guess um yeah i actually really appreciate how this movie starts out because it's literally just the title just the title saw and then it's right into it it's adam waking up in the tub and we see the light with the key on it just go down the drain (sighs) tragic very tragic and I've never really understood that aspect of the trap because and this is kind of harsh to judge a movie off of its sequels, but in the other movies, I guess, it's always there's always a way for the person to get out of the trap that isn't a uh, isn't a oh, you missed it. You know what I mean? It's usually something more intentional. Well, and the weird well, part about this is the bathroom isn't necessarily a trap, right? I guess. Like, it is, but it's not. Like, nothing was going to kill them, right? The time limit was on Gordon for his family. His family. Well, I imagine the electroshock stuff would have killed him through the chain eventually. And to get out, couldn't he have cut off his leg with the saw? Well, yeah, that's what they were, like, supposed to do. So there was a way out. Uh, I guess, but that just... The key thing just seemed like unnecessary salt on the wound for the guy if that makes sense like it it, it's very tragic but i don't know i just thought that seemed kind of weird and a fun fact to keep him underneath the water there's a dude standing on his chest (laughs) so (laughs) yeah he did his uh, he did his own stunt did his own stunt he was underwater that's Uh, what kept him from not floating right so adam pulls himself out of the the bathtub and uh it's pitch black and this is one of those movie things that I, I personally hate when they do this, but I understand the logic of um, we can see everything in the room crystal clear as the audience, but the actor's acting like it's pitch black in the room. Right. And they, they don't really do anything to the lighting besides just making it seem dark. And I understand the logic of it's hard to set up a scene where you can see the actor and still believe that it's pitch black, but that's always something that kind of... Don't Breathe did an excellent job right. in making it night vision. Right. I, I thought... Don't I immediately thought of Don't Breathe actually where I was like, Oh yeah, he did but I I'm just surprised that Gordon didn't find the lights earlier. earlier. He's like, It's dark. 
don't try anything, you know. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I laughed because it kind of sounded like this weird voice of God. Yeah. It's like, don't worry, you're not dead. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's done better acting in his days. <laughs> I think everyone in this movie, even Danny Glover. Danny I like Glover. Adam. I, li- I thought Adam was pretty good. Uh, he had some. His reveal was weak, but I thought up until then, I thought he was pretty okay. Like just as like a weirdo dude. Uh, I thought he was. I thought he was okay. John, did you have any? Um, I I thought I, this isn't a comment on his acting, but he just ticked me off the whole movie until the end. He kind of redeems himself a little bit, but I guess that's jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah, but there were a lot of famous people in this movie. A lot of uh. Few lost characters. Yeah, um, yeah, they weren't in Lost at yet. the point of filming. That's true. It's right before all... Lost. You're right. Maybe it. they carried the momentum from Saul. Ben Linus and what was his the uh, uh, Miles? Miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miles. And then um, wasn't there? There's one other person. No, I guess not. I guess not another right. Lost person. Uh, for some reason, I thought. What am I thinking? The mom was in the mom or his, Lord, Dr. Gordon's wife in this movie. I've seen her in something besides Con Air. She's the wife in Con Air. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> She's good at being kidnapped. Yeah, good at being kidnapped. Uh, well, getting sidetracked a little bit there. Uh, but yeah, so Lawrence is the other guest in this basement bathroom of some warehouse. It's a very weird bathroom. It's got a bathtub, three showers, one toilet. I feel like I could use another toilet or two in there. Uh, yeah, did you see that one? <laughs> I wouldn't use it. There were saws in the back. There were saws in the back. Who keeps saws <laughs> in the toilet? But yeah, it's we get a few minutes of the hole. We don't know why we're here. Do you remember anything about being kidnapped? And I and thought what was funny in that part is it kind of dates the movie a little bit because he Adam talks about uh, them, you know, being kidnapped to have their kidneys sold on eBay. Oh yeah. Which I mean, if you do a quick search of eBay... I guess that still happens, though, now, right? I just don't... You don't really hear about do that. Do people use eBay anymore? Yeah. Well, not... Oh, are you talking specifically about the eBay? I thought you were talking about kidneys getting taken. I was like, well, that still happens, eBay John. is still uh, widely used. Yeah. You just got to be careful about what you order. I mean, yeah. I, I sold my stock in it a few years ago. Because so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, saw, you saw Amazon so, was, right. was on the rise. Over the world. Yes. Right. Um, I liked how... So Dr. Gordon, obviously a doctor, some sort of oncologist or surgeon. I liked the fact that for very rarely in movies are characters intelligent and using deductive reasoning and kind of being aware of their surroundings and kind of remaining calm. And I was, that's a refreshing thing from Dr. Lawrence because he's looking around the room. He points out the clock that's obviously newer than the rest of the room. So he points out, well, they want us to know what time it is. So that's important. And I don't know. I liked how calm and just altogether observant he was. He remained pretty cool under pressure. I oh. think he hits about eight out of ten observations because, like, one that he doesn't make being a doctor and a surgeon is the fact that that man is not actually dead. That's what I was going to write. Yeah. Or what I wrote down in my notes because I was going to ask you guys. With, because uh, there's a dead man in the center of the room with a gun and a tape recorder in his hands. Obviously, it looks like he's blown his brains out. That's what I was going to ask. Do you think he would have been able to tell if the man's a surgeon? Yeah. I don't like. I I go back and forth on it. It'd be I I feel like that's something he would just assume. He's kind of far away. And deductive reasoning when we get the hand saws 
So they try sawing their chains, but not once do they try sawing the pipes that the chains are connected to. Ooh, that's not true. Once. I do think maybe the would the pipes be thicker though than the not chains? Not necessarily. Especially if they're that old. That's true. Rusty. So Rusty. Y'all think at this point, Dr. Gordon, how soon do you think he remembered the jigsaw? Because he had some prior knowledge of that. We figure yeah, out that later. Okay. That we figure out later. His, but his, I'm just saying. He's like, his I mind. think I know who's done this. I think that is super slow because you find yourself kidnapped. Well, and you're like, oh, yeah, I guess I was accused of being a serial killer last week. Right, that uh, that's jumping a little bit ahead, but it well, brings right, up a I point. I mean, if he was thinking about it, no, in no, the, yeah, in the moment. I, but that brings up a good point because I feel like for mm, I would say like forty minutes of this movie, when we are seeing what's happening in the basement or in the bathroom trap, as I guess is the best way to call it, is it seems like they're going through amnesia, like they slowly remember things, and I'm kind of confused. They don't commit to it and say they don't remember anything because Gordon remembers, obviously remembers he has a family, remembers most of most of what's going on in his life. At first, it's just like the whole, oh, I'm kind of fuzzy about how I got here. Same with Adam. But it well, seems Adam like they say nothing. I don't remember anything. Right. It's, it's just weird. They didn't commit to whether or not they have amnesia, whether or not it's. You know, if they're just hiding information from each other, which I I guess assuming Adam is because he hides stuff the whole movie, hides like the photos and things like that. But yeah, so as they're as they're looking around the trap and uh, they find tapes in their pocket or envelopes with tapes in them, uh, but Lawrence's envelope has a bullet and a tape and a key that doesn't open the unlock the chains that are tying them to uh, the pipes which I guess we didn't point out, but that's a pretty important part. They're both chained to these pipes on different corners of the bathroom, which is kind of the whole point of the movie. Um, yeah, but the tapes basically just give us the whole, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, the the ruling or the rules of how the game's supposed to be played, that Lawrence has to kill Adam before six, yeah, yeah before six o'clock, or his family dies because his family's been kidnapped. And uh, then Adam's tape, I didn't write down what his said, but it was just... He was was a voyeur, so he's watching other people, and so now he's going to watch himself die or something like that. Something like that. I think it just urged him to escape. Yeah, there was no game for him. Yeah, that's. I guess that's kind of what's going with the key, too. It doesn't seem like he had a game. He was a pawn in the game, which isn't really the case in other traps in the sequels, but it is... In the reverse bear trap, which we will get to, uh, you know, yeah. And you know, now that point. we're, I mean, we said there would be spoilers in this, right? So I think part of the reason for that is because Gordon's going to play a bigger part in the whole story, the overarching story. But I don't think that was intentional. Movie. Yeah, that doesn't seem intentional. Like, I don't think a seven film saw oh gosh, whatever was seven planned from the beginning. Like, I, I don't think that that was a plan. You know, like typical horror movies, we don't really know what happens at the end. It just ends. And that's how this one ends. Right. Like, you don't so, know. You don't, It's very much a cliffhanger. You know, we could have had Adam live technically, right? Because we don't know. We just assume he dies in there because no one knows where he is. And then Jake's also says game over. But like, I thought, and 
watching the movie the first time, I just assumed that the doctor bleeds out. Like, yeah, that's no what I thought. That's out. what I thought the first time. When you find out in the later sequels that he that he survived and like cauterized his wound on a hot pipe. I don't I don't know how many hot pipes are out there in the world, but that seems a little far fetched. Yeah. Yeah. The but, only part of this series. Yeah. That's where I draw the line is hot pipes. <laughs> Where's a hot pipe gonna be? And that's gonna be rusty. <laughs> oh yeah, rusty hot pipe. He's gonna he's got tetanus. He's his life's over. He's got ten tinnitus. Ten tinnitus in the ears, right? I also laughed in the scene though um, when they find the tapes because they uh, Adam uses his shirt to get the tape recorder or whatever, and then it's the whole uh, t- uh, Lawrence. After Adam listens to his tape, Lawrence is doing the whole okay. Toss me the recorder. I want to listen to my tape. And it's a, no, no. You throw me your tape. I don't want to break the recorder. But as soon as Lawrence tosses the tape and they listen to Lawrence's tape and we. Get past that. Lawrence is just like, wait, let me see that. And then Adam just throws it. Yeah. It's like, remember that thing I was worried about two seconds ago? I don't really give a shit anymore. Just chucks it. Some of their throws left a lot to be desired. So, well, that, continuity that particular throw was pretty on point. For how weak the initial oh, yeah. launch was, it was a toss, and then it was like a pitch. But that's one of the things I wanted to ask. You said there was continuity errors. I kept noticing, I feel like they couldn't decide how big they wanted to make the bathroom. Like how far apart they wanted the two guys to be, because there's a lot of that, the like weak throw, but it makes it all the way to them. There's other times where it looks like they weak throw and it goes way past them and like hits the corner and they gotta like shuffle on the ground a lot of to quick find cuts. stuff. Yeah, that is honestly one of my biggest complaints about this movie is multiple times there's super quick cuts with a spinning camera and it just made me nauseous and it was kind of just like it didn't provide anything i guess it was supposed to head tension but i kind of was just like ah what's happening like my eyes just hurt <laughs> yeah like oh james wan your budget is showing <laughs> james wan your budget is showing i would love to do that in, <laughs> like in a horror movie you're just watching just shout at the screen i could see your budget showing yeah. <laughs> horror is great genre for that oh yeah because I've talked about that before. That's the beautiful things about horror movies is there will always be horror movies because they usually only cost like a couple million, but they'll make back double, even if it's the worst horror movie ever. It's like first, um, <laughs> I said final, I was going to say Final Destination, but first paranormal activity was something like $30,000 to make. Yeah, and it made and This one was millions. just like a little over a million or something, like a million and a half or yeah. so, something like that. And it's just, it's brilliant business. That's why there's always horror movies coming out. Because it, and you know, they make back their money on an opening weekend. So this, the movie also came out because when the credits at the beginning started and it was like Lionsgate. It's like Lionsgate used to be the, like, the go-to for any shitty movies. Oh yeah, Lionsgate. Who could have possibly made that? It must have been Lionsgate. They say no. They don't say no to anyone. Oh, yeah. That's 100% just you walk in. I've got this movie. It's about a fork and a spoon going on an adventure to fight the devil. Greenlit. Yeah, How much like, money do you want? <laughs> we'll give you 50 cents. Can you do it? It's like, with, uh, all right. I'll do my best. <laughs> but now it's like Magnet. But, you know, it used to be Lionsgate. It used to be place. Lionsgate. Yeah. It's a bad sign when your production company opening like title comes up and I get a pit in my stomach of just like, Oh, this is going <laughs> to suck. <laughs> like, damn it. Lionsgate. <laughs> right. Some name recognition. Oh, for sure. But going back to, uh, the room, the bathroom that these two dudes are <laughs> locked in. <laughs> that 
was as stupid but like funnier than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could. I'm glad I could the please you. Uh, this is when they find the saws because they hear on the tape to follow your heart, and there's a heart on the toilet lid. And his first thought is to go in. Yeah, his first thought is to go in. The, that's not my first thought. My first thought is I was hoping Adam would tell Lawrence, be like, you fucking come over here and put your hand in the shit water. Are you kidding me? He can't. I know, but that's just, oh, that, if he's, if Adam survived the initial part of the movie, whatever's on his hands now, yeah, he's dead. That's, that's something. That's some chemical. It's a little infection. A little infection. A little, maybe a little pink eye. Right, but they get the saws. Because those are in the what do you call that the the back of the toilet like the know. tank the tank the mm-hmm. toilet tank it's where you leave a, an upper decker <laughs> whoa <laughs> did you just bring up a double decker <laughs> would you like to explain for the listeners what a double decker is if they don't know I encourage them to Google it oh god not don't Google, Google image that. but safe <laughs> search off. <laughs> uh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he takes the saws out and then he tosses something with some weight. Oh yeah, because the there's something else down. in the bag. Yeah, but this is when we get the scene from uh, the trailers that was so famous is because it's Adams tries to saw through the chain and the saw breaks and then it's Lawrence with the he doesn't want us to saw through the chains, <laughs> he wants us to saw through our legs. <laughs> dun dun, this October yeah. saw. <laughs> In a world <laughs> where you have to saw through your leg. Saw. <laughs> really direct marketing. In I, a I world of past tense. <laughs> saw. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So Speaking of past tense, there were a lot of flashbacks. I think that so came next. Right? About well, half the movie. Well, this is the first big one. And this is the first one we see. Yeah, this is the first big one because this is when Lawrence points out what you guys were talking about earlier of the, I know who's doing this. Because I, I was accused of his crimes five months ago, and then we get a little bit of a was story it five time. Five months? Yeah, it's five months, okay. or at least that's what I, I wrote down. I get mixed up on the chronology. Yeah, but we get the first victim of a trap in the Saw movies is the the fat man. I guess is from the tape. Sounds like he's just getting a white privilege check. Good on you. <laughs> Jigsaw's woke. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's literally what the tape says. He's like, you're a ha- you're a well, like a happily married, middle-aged, fat white man or something like that. And he's like, so I, why you took a... Slightly 70 because it's like, oh, he, he just eats a lot. So he's like... Oh, no, yeah. I thought of seven as well. And yeah, but it's the whole like, I don't know why you took a razor blade to your wrist. Or, yeah, razor blade to your wrist. Was it for attention or did you really want to die? Let's find out. And so the room is just filled with that ridiculous, like, prison-level barbed wire. And he's got to get from one end to the other in two two hours. Two hours. Which I – this is – this is weird to say, but I feel like I could get through that in t- two hours. Two hours seems like enough time. Yeah, I don't think you would be... Because f- when it started showing him going through it, he immediately started freaking out. Yeah, it seems like he panicked and got just like tried to blitz through I it. I might not start freaking out until I had 30 minutes left. Yeah, 30 minutes. I think, I think once it hit 15 minutes, I might just be doing the dive through of just like, I got to get the fuck out of but here. But was it even possible? I See, that was the other thing. I think with that trap, 
and uh, the candle trap is the next one shown. Those don't seem entirely possible to an extent because you can't really see very well with the cage and the barbed wire. But Amanda's the reverse bear trap. Hers obviously was possible because she got out of it. But yeah, I agree. the The barbed wire one might have been a you can't really get through it. It was just supposed to kill you. John, what did you think of these traps? Um, I think it's the the first time that the audience I feel like is kind of shocked in the movie, you know, because it's I mean it's kind of been referenced to this point where we actually see one of these traps, right. and then we learn that he likes to watch. Right, and then he takes the pu- the puzzle piece off the body. Right, that's how he gets the jigsaw name. But I, I did think those traps were a little bit uh, unfair, if you will. Yeah, another continuity—not really continuity, but a little goof—is like dude walking on glass. Uh, you can see him wearing shoes. <laughs> hmm. so. That was nice of Jigsaw. <laughs> what? <laughs> I put all this person. glass in the ground and I felt bad about it. Or maybe so it's I, like I, I took off all his clothes, but I feel like I forgot something. <laughs> the shoes. Damn it. <laughs> I spent weeks breaking <laughs> bottles. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, the, the candle room was, he was covered in like some sort of flammable gel. Yeah, and then everything he had to get, was too, like even the safe. And so he had to get the code off of the wall. Which it doesn't say how he's supposed to get the code because the walls are just covered s- in numbers. Yeah, where does it start? Right. Uh, yeah, uh, that one was was totally unfair. Uh, I felt bad for that guy. Also, do you think Jigsaw goes and cleans this mess up after oh, that? No, I mean, no, I guess not because the cops found it. Yeah. So he just leaves them. Yeah. But isn't he going to run out of rooms at some point? You, not, know? you don't like run out of warehouses. No, no. We can assume. Like, where where are we? Do we really know where it, we are? Like, it, oh, the I don't city? think it sets yeah. the scene. Um, well, if you want my secret movie take, we're in Bloodhaven, just outside of Gotham. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is a, lot a of new. Oh yeah, a lot of warehouses. This is a new villain, and uh, all the whole movie they should be referencing how this doesn't happen in Gotham anymore. Ever since the Batman came to town, <laughs> and. Uh, there needs to be a new hero, and it's kind of like maybe Nightwing's going to come into Bloodhaven, clean up the streets. Some but ice cold takes from Mark. I'm just saying. <laughs> so we're I could have seen this. I could have seen this being Bloodhaven. I'm just saying. Okay, it works. So we're and in Bloodhaven. Plus, Jigsaw is an extreme Batman villain. Let's when you really think about it, he's like the Riddler. Uh, what's his name? Pig. It's like Pyg, and then uh, not really the Joker, but more of like a Riddler, Dollmaker, Pig guy. Yeah, because he's just like amped up to where he's super killing him. Because even some of the Riddler comics, Riddler does traps to this extent. Not as oh, let's see if they can get out of them. It's just like an elaborate thing because he's the Riddler. <laughs> I love when Gordon's explaining uh, Jigsaw. You know, he's like, and he hasn't. He never kills anyone. He hasn't killed a person. And then boy, we see him slit. Oh yeah! It's like the guy has killed. (laughs) Oh yeah, he's not all you know, like whitewashed or whatever. Yeah, I like that little take too. Like he's never really killed anybody. But yeah, that was what all the like high school girls that went to see that. That was one of the quotes and why they just thought the movie was so crazy and they were just that because he he never killed anybody. And it's like, did you even watch the movie, Peter? Are you trying to make a political analogy to the the Manson murders? about how women are susceptible to this kind of thinking? Because I, I will not allow it. You need to get woke. I mean, I'm not <laughs> comparing him to Ted Bundy and how a lot of women thought he was really attractive and oh. wrote him letters and stuff. Peter. No. Oh, you need to get woke. 
<laughs> you have a lot of unconscious bias. <laughs> you can see it in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The long hair just doesn't do it. Just doesn't sell it. It's a guys. Right. Yeah. So we get through those two traps and they find a, the police, we're still in the flashback, the police who so Danny Glover. Long. It's so long. Yeah. This flashback takes forever. And it's Danny Glover finds a flashlight pin that leads them to Lawrence Gordon who's at a hospital teaching some medical students about this cancer patient. Very not appropriate. Not bedside manner. Not appropriate. Uh, To give a little tidbit about our lives, Peter and I both work in a cancer research facility, and uh, that's not how you do that. You don't just walk up to a bed with a group of medical students just being like, oh, hey, here's a guy who's uh, dying from an inoperable tumor. You know, we... uh, we're going to do our best, but, uh, and that's Zep. Yeah. Uh, we care about our patients and like everyone laughs. And He's giggles. a very it's special weird. man. That was a great impression of that was. Ben Linus or Zep in this movie. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. I, I didn't like, so this is our first Zep sighting. Yeah. Right? Zep sighting. We, who becomes important. Is Michael Emerson. Is this the actor's name? Yes. I believe so. Okay. Yeah. It was also the first and largest hint at who is Jigsaw. Oh, right, because we find out later that John Jigsaw, it, well, Jigsaw's not his last name, but John, who is Jigsaw? It's Kramer. It's like Kramer. Seinfeld. It's Kramer. It's <laughs> it is, is laying in the bed, and he is the patient that Dr. Gordon is talking about. Yeah. <laughs> John had the giggles. Uh, I just was picturing Michael Richards. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> it's... Just shave his head, right? Like Just pretend shave. he has the Game brain tumor. Over. <laughs> but that was that was also kind of a thing that was weird. So the whole premise of saw of people paying for their sins or some, you know, like having to work through them. I think it was fleshed out a lot better in later sequels, even right. though it was extreme. Because you have this one where, you know, Gordon's tape is. You have a living where you tell people they're going to die every single day. And it's like, well, you just sound a little spiteful, dude. Yeah, a little spiteful. And if you're going to go, well, he was cheating on his wife. Well, he went to go cheat on his wife. And then he didn't But then he didn't, right? So, like, did he do anything wrong? He took his life for granted is kind of the... Well, at least that's what it makes it seem like, is he's targeting people who take their life for granted. But it... And I guess Dr. Lawrence, but they've also Dr. committed, Lawrence Gordon, you know, like a social sin, right? To a degree, yeah. You know, like because later we well, have. I think they pulled away from that in this movie because Seven had already come out, and I think it treads very dangerously towards Seven territory. Oh, for sure. That I think maybe that might have been the initial point, and then they diverted it away because they realized, ooh, this just seems like a a Seven clone, and so they tried to pivot away from it to make it less you know seem less like a clone i think that uh, that's my take but yeah so but the flashlight pin that they find at the second crime scene and leads him to gordon is why gordon is end up ends up being a suspect gets brought in for questioning and they're assuming it's him because you know when you think about it a doctor could be doing this a doctor would be smart enough to put all this together to know how to kill somebody and then we get probably the most infamous scene from this movie which is the reverse bear trap because that's where we get the first real sighting of the doll. We well, I guess this is the first trap we see from start to finish. Because all the other ones, we just yeah, see the, the end. We see the aftermath the and quick cuts. Yeah, this is the first one 
where we see because they bring in Amanda to interview her about because she had survived only one to survive the trap and we see the whole thing play out of her waking up with a bear trap stuck in her mouth which is gross then we get the videotape that's become like a staple of the oh, i want to play a game and yeah creepy handmade doll by creepy the way. handmade yes, doll riding a tricycle a yeah comically never, <laughs> big tricycle i'm proud i'm proud of him i i want to <laughs> know how he does that how the how the doll rides the tricycle is it like a string system well yeah so in that scene you could see a string oh like pulling, pulling it? it yeah oh not sure if that's i was kind of hoping not, it was like a wind-up thing where does that like, make it more creepy or is well because we, we already know that he's watching Jigsaw's there so so yeah he's just behind a wall i guess pulling the string but right so the bear Literally trap room, and figuratively Ooh. Mm. but the bear trap scene <laughs> is uh the rules are once she stands up from the chair... But she doesn't know that. She either. doesn't know it yet, but once she stands up from the chair, a timer will start. And, you, and she'll she, have the longest 60 seconds. Yeah, that's 60 <laughs> seconds. Oh, my gosh. That's kind of a metaphor for the movie. The you know, longest 60 it's seconds. It's the longest 60 seconds you'll ever have. And <laughs> That's be. what so, you once said about yourself, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> I like that you, you didn't commit to fully saying that. You, like... Tried to stop I couldn't, as you were saying. I could it. not say it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Gosh, I'm not sorry. But. It's gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's the winning follow-up. <laughs> that's the congratulations. When the sequel John. is better than the original. <laughs> <laughs> you did it, right? But. <laughs> the bear trap, in order to get it off. <laughs> I didn't even do anything that time. I know, but we're just like there, and you said, yeah, you know. Oh, my gosh, you are five. <laughs> so to be able to remove the trap from her head, if that works better for you, Peter, she has to cut open the dead body in the room to remove the key from from his stomach. And this is a part of the movie I actually didn't remember until this viewing was that the guy's not dead. I truly thought that it was just a dead body because I remember as the scene starts and the dead bodies there, I was like, wait, with the whole Jigsaw doesn't kill people, where did he get the dead body? But the dude wasn't dead. He was just paralyzed or something. We gave him like a opiate or he something. didn't even feel a thing. But, yeah, Amanda stabs into his gut. And we don't really see that. We see her play with some guts for a little bit, trying to find the key, which I'm curious. Is the key just, like, in the sack? Or was it, like, in one of the intestines and she had to, like, it's like he had noodle string it out? It and it was on its way through the track. So she, like, she got up in the, like, lower intestine and kind of, like, scooped it out. Two so fun on, facts. on the move. That yeah. dude, dude on the ground who wasn't dead. Yeah. One of the producers. Really? Of the movie, yeah. He made it. He's okay. I can see your budget showing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because those intestines, they were pig intestines. Ugh, that's looking kind of gross. Or pig uteruses. Pig seems to be yeah. uh, an animal that was used a lot in these movies. Oh, yeah, because pig mask for when he's capturing mm-hmm. them and everything. Man, he's just saying, mm-hmm. we're pigs. We're we're cattle for the slaughter. Deep. Well, we're not cattle, we're pigs. Or swine. I well, didn't catch that, pigs not, that theme. I guess cattle there. just refers to cows, yeah. doesn't it? Oh, I haven't really thought about that. <laughs> Sidetracked. <laughs> but, God. so she gets the key out, obviously. Gets the bear trap out and 
just in time, throws <laughs> the bear trap off, and it just explodes open. That's out of all three rooms, which would you rather be in? The bear trap, reverse bear trap, the candle, or the razor blade? Probably the bear trap, knowing that my minute you get would like last a, yeah. like 20 minutes. I Not the candle bit. room, I'll tell you that much. Um, yeah, I think I'm between the razor blade room or the reverse bear trap. I think I would go razor blade room because I feel like I could get out of that room. Or unless the bathroom. I'm, Let's throw a bathroom in there because I'll, I'll be in the bathroom for six hours or however long it is. Would you saw your foot off? No, I'd shoot at him. All mm. right. Don't get trapped in a bathroom with Peter. <laughs> I, I, but I would do what Gordon did and then like shoot him. Yeah, but I don't know. That's a part of the movie that I thought was weird too but we haven't gotten there yet and so amanda as she's reflecting on this says that she feels like jigsaw helped her right she right makes that right comment yeah at the yeah. end of her story yeah danny glover's talking to her and we get the whole you know he saved me or whatever which kind of they hit they really focus on in the later sequels is that people that walk away from the saw traps become better yeah, people feel indebted but really they just become Psychopaths. Yeah, psychopaths. They join the cult of Jigsaw, essentially, which is very very Manson-esque. But yeah, we finally come out of that flashback because... It's so long. Because it's proven that Gordon couldn't have done that because he had an alibi. And um, so, yeah, we're finally back in the room. (laughs) But we also got from his lawyer the unnecessary fact that he's his friend, like, that never comes back. Oh, yeah, the... Yeah, classic lawyer. It's like, come on, man. I'm your friend yeah, as and your a lawyer, lawyer and your friend. I want Keaton to do that later in life. If when Keaton has to actually be my lawyer, I want him to just be like, yeah. Mark, when listen. you're accused of serial, yeah. When I'm accused killing. of being jigsaw, I want Keaton to be like, Mark, I'm your friend and your lawyer. You got it. Got to bite the bullet on this one, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and so after telling the story, Gordon. Uh, is telling Adam this story, right? It flashes back to the bathroom and, and Adam makes some comment like, it sounds like you admire this guy or something, which I feel like is kind of foreshadowing. It is kind of foreshadowing, but unintentional in the sense that I agree with Peter. There's no way they had planned all that out for the later sequel. Especially in the final movie when you got the 10 minute flashback at the end where it's trying to show you the entire whatever. Yeah. Mm-mm. It, yeah. Nope. <laughs> Well, now that we're back in the room... Oh, actually, before we go fully back into the room, I I guess she wouldn't go to jail, but do you think Amanda would... Something would happen with Amanda, because she did kill that guy. Like, he was alive. She stabbed him to death and then went through his, her, his guts. What what does the law say about Sounds that? Sounds like we need another call to Keaton. Yeah. It's like, let's let's call him up right now. <laughs> Wake him up. He's like, I don't think there's been a precedent set. <laughs> it's all about precedents. Yeah. <laughs> Roe v. Wade clearly states because she stabbed him. No, <laughs> is it Roe v. Wade, the science? Wait, what is Roe v. Wade? Um, don't Google that. We're going to push past that. <laughs> now that we're back in the room, you know, just two dudes chilling in a room. Yeah, you, you done did the abortion case. Oh, that's the abortion case. <laughs> my bad uh yeah we get the abort, whole abort abort <laughs> oh god <laughs> damn it john <laughs> but when we're back in the room we go we we spend the amount of time in the room between both flashbacks like maybe two minutes and then it's back to another flashback where lawrence is like i miss my family and 
All I can think about is the last thing I said to my daughter. But he didn't say anything bad to his daughter. Just that he would read her favorite story. Just that he's a great dad. It was a bad dad fake out is what I call it. Because it's the whole like, hold on, let me finish this paragraph. And the wife being like, okay, he's busy. And he's like, nope, I'm done. (laughs) And closes and then tucks his daughter to bed. Even though classic dad mistake didn't check the closet. Mm. Forgot to check the closet. Always check the closet. Yeah, I don't understand that relationship strain. Yeah, that's they don't spend a lot of time on it, which is weird because they spend a lot of time on a lot of random things. I think that he's just working so much. Is is but about she's all like, we get. Why are you pretending to be happy? And he's like, I am happy. Yeah, uh, it just it's just forced. They're trying to make you feel like he's doing something bad, which is and he why was he's, he was walking yeah, out he was, to cheat on her, but then he ends up. Realizing how stupid he is. He's such an idiot. But yeah, I I love I love that when the daughter comes to wake up the mom and does the it starts out as the classic like I had a bad dream, but she starts going, There's a man in my room. He's talking he was talking to me. It's like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> that that gave me chills. <laughs> the girl delivers it. I was like, Is she possessed? <laughs> It's terrifying. Yeah, I thought maybe she was sleepwalking or something. And her mom mm. kind of reacted as if she might be asleep, too. Yeah. It was, it was weird. But I did like that it ended up, there ended up being someone in her closet. And it was... Pig face. It was, no, it wasn't pig face. It was Zep. Remember Zep's yeah. just in the closet? Because he's he not wearing like, the pig Good night, little girl. Mm. <laughs> as you like, see his eyes through the crack of the door. It's creepy. Yeah. Is that you're gonna be able to sleep tonight, John? You're just stare into the closet, picturing Ben Linus. Yeah, in my Ben closet. Linus telling you good night, <laughs> little girl. <laughs> yeah, he turned the thing at the island. And he's like, "How'd I get here?" In John's closet. <laughs> weird. Um, and then we find out Danny Glover is now spying on Doctor Gordon because Doctor Gordon still thinks that do- or yeah, wait, Danny Glover. Danny thinks Glover thinks Gordon. Gordon is still Jigsaw. Yeah. And should we never let you go. Yeah, and after this, shouldn't let this you go. L- My biggest complaint of this whole movie is this flashback with him. This flashback and just the Danny Glover storyline in general ends up being pointless. 100%. And that bummed me out. But yeah, they, the two cops are going over police footage and they, through looking through the footage, they find where the warehouse, the jigsaw is supposed to be. And uh, this is all flashback, and we don't really know the timeline, but I imagine it's about like four months ago. If the investigation was five months ago, it's like progressing. But they track him down to uh, the warehouse, and we get the classic like rogue cops of, (laughs) so do we have enough for a warrant? Who said anything about a warrant? Let's go. It's like, Man, they really ah. take it into their own hands in Bloodhaven. I know. Bloodhaven's <laughs> lawless town. Vigilante. Yeah, Nightwing needs to get over there. <laughs> fix some stuff. <laughs> but yeah, so they get to the warehouse and they search and we see we see uh, the, bathroom. the bathroom in a diorama. Dior- yeah. Yeah. Diorama, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is interesting. Nice little foreshadowing. I didn't remember that in the movie. Bathroom for ants. It's a bathroom <laughs> for ants. <laughs> But then they find another, uh, like a trap that's set up in the warehouse for this dude. We never learn anything about this dude. He's it's, just there. He's just there, and the trap is pretty. It seems like there's no way for this dude to get <laughs> to out get of out. it. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks like a. He's just an elaborate murder device because it's the two drills slowly going towards his like temples. He can't move. He can't, yeah, he can't move at all. So what's the 
trap. Uh, I mean, uh, there are about 50 keys that can stop it, right? So no, maybe but there's it, who had access to it. It was as if it was planned that someone yeah. would sneak in because dude and chair, no way he could get those keys. Yeah, well, maybe it's part of the trap eventually. I'm maybe. trying to give Jigsaw the benefit of the doubt here. I think mm-hmm. this was just not a fully thought out part of this movie because we needed it also a way to doesn't get him make out. well it doesn't make sense that while the cops are looking for it and they find that guy and they're telling him to calm down they hear the elevator and they're like oh jigsaw's coming up and then the one partner not danny glover but um sing was his name mm-hmm. the other partner's like okay let's get this guy he's like no no no, we have to hide i want to see who this guy is it's not scooby-doo yeah. you are cops when the <laughs> elevator door opens yeah you arrest that him it's not old man withers you, st- <laughs> <laughs> you still find out who jigsaw is as soon as the door opens and you arrest him there's no need to like cover the guy back up cover up all the stuff you touched and hide behind a curtain you are a police officers you have found a kidnapped victim you can arrest this man and it's going to be okay. So I don't know how the law works at uh, Bloodhaven. Yeah, Bloodhaven's law you know, is pretty Part of the problem with this is you break, you do a little bit of B&E. <laughs> a little bit of B&E. <laughs> and what you find is inadmissible in court. Well, if this is, right? in fact, Bloodhaven, I don't understand why those two cops don't just, as soon as the elevator door opens, just unload on him <laughs> and be like, another crime solved in Bloodhaven. <laughs> and I'm not even saying these cops are thinking logically because they're not. Because they're not. the camera angle, because uh, Jigsaw likes walking around hood up, like he's getting ready to go in the boxing ring, you know, and like take it off or whatever. Oh, yeah. He just came back from fighting Holyfield. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so we can't see his face, although we can see a side profile of his face. The cops don't get a good look at it. That's what I was confused They're about. Not and I wrote down. not listening to his voice. They're not noticing how tall he is or, you know, like just basic. Yeah, that's what I had written down, too, is because we after this scene and Jigsaw eventually gets away. But why would. Danny Glover still think it's Dr. Gordon. Right. He would have seen Jigsaw's Heard face. Him, seen him. And you would know that that is not Gordon. But, but you know, before that happens, how Jigsaw gets away is ridiculous. He just starts the trap and kind of gets the jump on him. Has like an Assassin's Creed hidden blade thing that he pops out, slashes Danny Glover's throat, but doesn't kill him. It was a light graze. It was a shaving accident. And uh, the partner chases after him. And this is probably the best kill in the movie because that's that's how I, I would want to go out if I'm going to die in a horror movie. You just get blasted by four shotguns in a trap. You're not feeling that. That's a tripwire. You're in heaven for some reason. You're like, oh my gosh, what happened? <laughs> so um, fun fun fact, uh, when dude is unloaded on by shotguns and even when he is going in with Danny Glover into the um, factory, yeah. both those are lay. Or Lee or whoever he he had to come in as a double because they had to redo some oh. shots and all the actors were busy and so he he was playing, um, playing playing a lot of roles. He's a yeah. he's a chameleon. I, and I don't want to say this is foreshadowing, but when he quote unquote shot Jigsaw and he fell on the ground, yeah. he fell face down. So that's a that's a long shotgun shot, right? I mean, well, it didn't even hit him apparently, because Jigsaw Jigsaw looks like he's about sixty five. Is that fair mm-hmm. about age wise? Mm-hmm. He got tackled by Danny Glover, so he's probably he's like limping, and then he gets shot in the back by a shotgun. I feel like a sixty five year old man who's dying of cancer is not really gonna be there. Were no holes walking in away his from that. So or his did it? Rope. So like he just missed. 
I I don't know, and I was hoping that they would show maybe because he came in from the side because he was bypassing those shotguns, right? Like maybe there was glass or something, you know, something or hit. like a vest or something. Something, but they didn't. Nope. So yeah, we get to come out of that flashback back into the room, and uh, at this point, I think it's almost six, right? Because we I think we go back to and we see Zeb dealing with the the daughter and wife. And, um, yeah, I guess it's just like monitoring them through the camera. And, uh, yeah, at this point they'd already broken the mirror. Yeah. They had already broken the mirror and found that it was a camera. And then, oh, and then they find the X marks, the spot, which was the second part of the riddle that they were told. And, uh, inside that, which I, I laugh about this because Jigsaw is obviously some sort of engineer. He's a very creative human being, but he's also got a lot of great handiwork skills because he puts together these traps. He's great at tiling. I mean, the original he, escape room. Yeah. Original escape mm. room because that, that X marked the spot tile f- completely flush with the rest of the wall. Well done. I mean, if I, if I took tiles off to hide something and put the tiles back up, it'd be obvious. Yeah, it wasn't as obvious as old cartoons where the one, you know... The oh, it's the bright the spot. was like super bright because that was where we were about to be interacting with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that obvious. Right. But yeah, so inside the box in the wall, the treasure trove, we find two cigarettes. And uh, I guess they're filled with some sort of poison. They're not filled. There's poison in the blood. Oh, there's poison in the blood. The quote, unquote blood on the ground oh okay because i had misunderstood that so there's supposed to be blood on the ground and it was another way for dr gordon to kill adam without having to use the gun and another way out and they try to pull this elaborate scheme of adam faking his death which is awful awful the academy award that, I thought it was a good idea. It good just idea. wasn't well executed. Terrible. I wanted Lawrence to give up on the idea as soon as he started acting. Just being like, no, 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 no. But he was buying he it, sees, too. He was like, oh, this is good. He's like, oh, my God, this is great. Wow. I got a, I got a Robert De Niro in this room with me. <laughs> <laughs> is that Al Pacino? Or is that Adam? I can't tell. <laughs> but, yeah, obviously, Zeb sees through it. But uh, we find out through this moment, though, that the chains are, like, electrified somehow. And grounded somehow. Yeah. So they get the shock collar of some sort and get electrocuted, and Adam reveals that he's not actually dead from the poison. Which is Poison. Which is another thing, like, this just seems like it's more adding. It's more add-on to this movie of just they're stretching it out. I feel like they could have, except for the flashbacks that show the other three traps... This whole movie could have just taken place in the room, like in that room. Like we wouldn't even never have to seen the wife and kid storyline with Zed. Yeah, we could have cut that completely like out. It all could have been, yeah, it could have only been over the phone in the picture because the picture they find in the wallet that has his family like tied up sends the message clearly. Saves you time. I'm just saying this movie could have been like an hour and uh, probably like an hour flat, but I feel like they just stretched it to make it. It's supposed to be like an hour 40. Did you time it, John? I did. What was that time? Uh, Give me that time. We're, we're clocking in at one hour, 40 minutes, and 22 seconds. Wow. Yeah. Wow. A little long. A little long in the tooth. But after that plan fails, this room slowly... You said long in the tooth? What does that mean? just means it's too long. Uh, tooth long. It it's supposed to the expression is as I understand it is long in the tooth means that it's so long it gets in the way it's 
Like a snaggle tooth. Yeah, like it's hmm. inhibiting to whatever you're trying to do because it's long in the tooth. Oh, it's kind of sad. It okay. is kind of sad. Sorry, I just I'd never heard that. <laughs> really, you've never heard of long too long on the tooth. So the box also had a flip phone in it, right? Yes, so. I actually had this cell phone. Oh, really? That was my first <laughs> cell phone that he pulls out of this box. That gave me nostalgia. I miss flip phones. Yeah, I, admit, I, I do too, T- man. I was really good at T9. I could do it in my pocket without even looking. Oh, you could do that. Uh, see, I never learned to do that. Texting wasn't really big in my school at that point when cell phones first came out, really. Like that. They were. You just weren't in on it. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, after they get the box and the f- plan fails, and this is when it starts to escalate because they're running out of time. Uh, Lawrence gets a call on the cell phone from his family, basically letting them know that don't, trust, don't Adam. trust Adam. And through that, we find out Adam has actually been taking pictures of Dr. Gordon for the past couple of days because he's been hired by Danny Glover's character to follow him because Danny Glover still thinks Dr. Gordon is the jigsaw which yeah, no he shouldn't lost his job yeah no wonder he lost his job because he's no longer yeah danny glover's no longer a detective and he's a crazy man living in the apartment across the street from which dr looks gordon decrepit yeah super decrepit and his apartment like, is trashy and gordon's house is lavish oh yeah and he has a classic detective bulletin board with you know oh, like newspaper articles and, yeah. and string and which if you actually read any of the newspapers besides just like the headlines or yes you know jigsaw ish but the body, not not at all related to their headlines. A lot of fake news in there. A lot of fake news. Oh. It's fake news. There's no jigsaw killer. Check yeah. his emails. Um, <laughs> wait, what is it? Like a false flag? Oh, yeah. What false flag. Yeah, yeah. Where we claim. Yeah. False <laughs> flag. Jigsaw's a false flag. <laughs> it's a false flag for Nightwing to come over and try to clean up yeah. <laughs> Bloodhaven. I won't allow it. <laughs> <laughs> so after we learn get that revelation, I think that's when uh when we're we get a cut to Zeb with the wife and daughter and the wife and daughter do the whole like escape where it's the they get untied and they fight Zeb for a little bit and Danny Glover comes over and fights Zeb for a little bit and I I mean it might just be casting that they didn't think about with this. Danny Glover would beat the shit out of <laughs> out of that dude of what's his what's the actor Michael name? Emerson Michael Emerson ben Are Linus. you kidding me? He's got like four feet and about a hundred pounds on him. Like <laughs> that's not a fight. That is Danny Glover breaking him. I but I laughed at that little scrap. But Jigsaw has broken Danny Glover. Oh, he broke him. And then uh, after that little fight, we get probably the cheapest, best chase scene I've ever seen in my life, which is literally just quick cuts of Danny Glover in a car and Zeb in another car, where it's like a quick flash of light as another car is driving by. And there, it looks like, reminds me of like old 50s movies where they're turning the wheel a bunch to show like they're driving. And there's like, <laughs> you know what else is showing? The budget. James Wan's budget, yeah. <laughs> I can see your budget showing. Put it away. Put it away. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see that. <laughs> right. So that chase, though, leads to the room, which Lawrence and Adam are the being kept. The bathroom. Be- because Lawrence, or uh, Zeb, has to kill Dr. Gordon. Because those are the rules. It's 6 o'clock. And um, before... They get into the room. We get the final. We get the moment 
Dr. Gordon decides he's going to do it. Saws, through his, saws right through his leg. Does, does it like a man. Just I do like how Adam's like playing with him, though. He's like, don't do this, man. It's like, we're going to get out of here. It's going to be okay. <laughs> you don't have to do it, man. It's just <laughs> Lawrence be like, ah, ah. <laughs> just sawing through. Yeah, he's got to do it for his family. Do Got to do it for the lols, man. After they said... What did his wife say when they called him a second time? Like, you failed? or Oh, it says you failed. And then um, when she gets the phone back and is holding Zeb at gunpoint for a little bit before the fight actually breaks out, she says something along the lines of, like, where are you? And he's like, I'm trapped in some room. I don't know. And she's like, what do you mean? We need you here. It's like, bitch, I am tied to a pole. I have no idea where I am. There's this dude named Adam. You need me now? <laughs> now you need me? <laughs> now you need me? Oh, okay. I oh. see how it's going to be. <laughs> We're going to have one of those again. <laughs> you do this every time. jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, but that's what motivates him is that we need you. And then the phone, because Zeb tackles her in the phone, and then he just hears gunshots and stuff. So he doesn't know what's going on. So he's motivated by the power of I got to get to my family. Liam Neeson would have gotten out of this. He would have just broken the bar, Liam right? Liam Neeson would have never been in that room to begin with. That's true. Liam Neeson could not have been taken. He's a special set of skills. Very I special believe. set of skills. Mm-hmm. But right, so <laughs> Dr. Gordon saws through the leg, crawls over, grabs the gun from the dead body in the middle of the room, puts the one bullet he got from his envelope, and shoots at him. And you're like, whoa, he did it. Then Zeb walks in right after that. We get the whole, I did it. Let me see my family. And then Zeb's like, oh, you failed. Those are the rules. And he's about to shoot him. And then Adam goes Hulk on him because Adam's not actually dead. And trips him up and then beats him to death with the top of the toilet tank. Mm-hmm. The lid of the toilet tank. Upper decker. <laughs> he gives him a good old upper decker. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he, yeah, beats him to death. Oh, I guess we skipped over Danny Glover dies randomly through their tussle before they enter the room because Danny Glover had been chasing Zeb and they got in another fight over the gun or whatever and Danny Glover gets shot in the chest, right? Am I misremembering that? He got ghosted. Yeah, he did get ghosted. Or did he? (laughs) Is he going to come back in the new one? Is that one of the continuity errors? I don't know. People who die don't stay dead. so Classic. Right, so... With Zeb dead, though, we think it's over. Zeb's Lawrence dead. Lawrence craw- crawls over to Adam, tells him he's going to be okay. He shot him in the shoulder because he knew he'd be fine. Doctor. Classic doctor. Doctor and marksman. Yeah, doctor and a wow, world-class shot. And so out of those two, do you really think Gordon's in better shape to go get help than Adam Well, is? Adam can't get out of the chain. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> That's a good point, but like, what's Adam going to do? He's still tied to the thing. <laughs> That's also a good point, yes. Uh, so, yeah, Lauren says, you stay here. I'll go get help. <laughs> okay. And Adam's like, yeah, sure, I'll just chill. I'll hang out here. And Lawrence crawls away and says, if I don't get some to somebody, I'm going to bleed out. And I'm kind of like, really? Is that how that works? You can't survive missing your, just your whole leg? <laughs> so, yeah, crawls out. We get Adam chilling in the room for a little bit. But he searches Zeb's body to see if there's like a key or something, and he finds a tape on Zeb. That's the that's not the theme song. I know. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I thought like you were leaving. Twilight into that. Zone. I was yeah. like, tri- it's kind of hard to. Yeah. See, it's kind of hard. Kind of yeah. sounds like you're getting ready to play some football. 
Oh, good. <laughs> oh, you're ready for some <laughs> football. But yeah, so that music starts playing. And we listen to the tape and find out Zeb was playing the game too. Zeb had a poison in his body. And unless he went through with these steps, he was going to die. And his whole purpose was to kill Gordon, I guess. Yeah. Which is weird because... So if Gordon had killed Adam at six minutes, would he still have... Or at six o'clock, would Gordon still have been shot by Zeb? Like, would Gordon have died still? Was that the plan? I don't know. It's a good question. I guess it doesn't matter because while Adam's having this re- revelation, the dead body in the middle of the room stands up, pulls off the like makeup and bald cap, reveals it's he's been alive the whole time, and it was Jigsaw. Jigsaw was in the room the whole time. We get his classic like walk over, grabs the door, Turns off the lights first, and we get the game over. Slams the door. End of movie. And I remember the first time watching this movie, that blew my mind. When the body stands up and the music playing, that is... I mean, you get hit with one twist after another. First, you think Zep is the just jigsaw and then you realize yeah. he's not and then all of a sudden his body exactly wakes up and i think you have you have like a two second period where at least when i was watching i had a two second period in my mind where it was oh my gosh zeb wasn't jigsaw jigsaw still out there i wonder who it could be and then it's just the body stand up and it's me being like what the hell <laughs> what is that <laughs> the one that's been there the whole time <laughs> I yeah. How, how could they not tell he was breathing? And this kind of had that M Night effect, where because of this, the rest of the sequels had to have some sort of twist, which is cool, but it's not fun when you're watching a movie and you're trying to figure out the twist. You want to be caught off guard. Like I was caught off guard the first time I watched this movie with the twist. Well, especially when you're not really able to get the twists either exactly when they do reveal the twists at the end of the sequels there's no way you could have called it the way that the information was presented to you right except for the i think it's the fifth or the sixth one because i've talked to you about that where it's the people there's like six people that start out and um it makes it seem like each room one of them has to die but they don't actually have to die wait not the life insurance guy no 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 it's a one different that, one before I, that. I think, I think so. it's the fifth one. I think it is the fifth mm-hmm. one. But yeah, because that one I actually did think about in each room because there were ways I was like, that doesn't make sense. They could have done this or this. You know what I mean? That one's a little bit different, but you're right. For the most part, all of them are twists that you wouldn't have guessed because there was no reason to think. Because yeah, the information wasn't provided in yeah, the way the ones that, that involved, I guess, it. characters and not the trap itself. Yeah. But yeah, so that was Saw. I mean, we've been talking a little bit about the traps. So covering the series as a whole, it can be any of them. What's your favorite? What are you guys' favorite trap? Like, which one did you either like the most or thought was the most creative? I, I think my favorite would have to be from Saw Three, I believe. Um, where the one with the doctor, or well, when the doctor's taking care of Jigsaw, is that the third one? Because he's like on a hospital bed the whole time. Um, yes, okay. that is the third that's one. The third you one. figure out their alternate. That's oh, it's happening at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a good one. It it was good. Um, my favorite trap was the guy trapped in the some kind of pit um, where these pigs were being sliced open, and so he was pretty much suffocating on on pig guts. 
um, oh. as they're being sliced open above his head and it just kept raining down on him. That's why I was saying earlier, the pig is used a lot in these movies, it seems. I forgot about that trap, to be honest. That's an interesting choice. Yeah, well, why why do you like that? Yeah. Um, because the pig theme is, is very prevalent, and so <laughs> I, I enjoyed seeing that again. The pig. Theme. Um, it wasn't. It was pretty gross. Um, but it was something that you know uh, we all like bacon, so at least like <laughs> <laughs> made you hungry, right? Yeah, could relate to it a little bit. Peter, what is your? No, I want to know what yours is. Okay, mine is. I have a favorite, but I also have a really close second, and. It's weird because my favorite isn't because of the trap itself, but because of how the trap is set up. Yeah. And I think you know where I'm going. I with think this. this might be my favorite I, one as well. I think it's it's Saw 3D, where it's the they're just like a glass box yes. in Central Park or yeah. whatever, and the curtain falls, and it's the two guys strapped to the like wood cutting thing. This is my favorite trap. And then above above uh above them is a girl. Uh, I think it's supposed to be dating both of them and uh, they like fight. They have to f- push it back and forth. So it's like a triangle where, where one of them has to um, kill the other or kill the girl. That's my favorite because of how they like talk the whole time where it's the girls just hanging above them being like, kill him, Billy, kill him. And then as soon as Billy starts like winning, she's like changes her mind. She's like, Billy, you got to kill Daniel over there. You know, I love you. And it's just finally the two friends, the two friends just finally being like, you know what? You bros before (laughs) and they like angle it to where she dies instead of both of them. I just love that. Did that kind of make you happy when they turned on her? I I laughed. I I think that was the best way they could have done that. To be honest, Mm -hmm. it's just so funny because it's for everybody to see as well, right? Oh yeah, in the the middle of the park. Yeah, that was the Mm -hmm. whole. That was one of those things where I don't understand how no one could help them, but the trap itself was super funny. Mm -hmm. I loved that. But my runner-up. To, to that trap is just the craziness of the trap that I think's in Saw 6. The one with Chester from Linkin Park, R.I.P. Oh, my gosh. The one where he's a neo-Nazi, and it's a, like a Ruth Goldberg machine to where... He's in, a, he's in the car. He's in a car. His girlfriend is in front of the car, like strapped to like a garage door. One and of his friends is under the back tire... Too, no, it's in no no no. It's in a it's just is a it car. Just three of them? No, no, there's there's uh four fourth is doing something on the back. Something is going on behind. Oh, well I know there's one so it's the girlfriend on the garage door, and friend underneath the um, back the wheel, tire. and um then a friend's tied way behind with the like a chain through yeah. his lower jaw attached to the car. And the whole thing is like the engine's going, the gas is going. And he's got a certain amount of time before a carjack drops the car. And so he's like glued to the seat, like super glued to where he has to like peel his skin off because the whole metaphor of he's a racist and only sees people by the color of his skin. That one's just creative because <laughs> once he fails, just watching how it plays out where it's the car drops and <laughs> crushes that dude's head, then yanks off the dude's jaw drives through the girlfriend and then i think the car like explodes or something once he gets out of course at that point so they all die and it's just kind of crazy and i think all the sequels they started just creating all these traps and then 
making the plot fit around these tropes. Oh, for sure. So I definitely think the later... Gimmicky. Or just not even have them related to the plot. No, right. yeah. Just put people in traps. They just had all these ideas for traps. No, yeah, that's definitely what I think they did. It was just, okay, we're doing a new Saw movie. I need five traps, and then we'll work a script to mm-hmm. make it make sense. Because, I mean, that kind of became a thing. And not even makes sense. We'll just work for something alone. around. But that kind of became a thing in high school and stuff when these movies were big, where people would joke about, like, what would your Saw trap be? Where, like, you had to create a like a fake saw trap like people just joked around about it this this movie had a kind of a when it came out i it remember was it was very uh yeah phenomenon i guess is a good word for it well yeah because um, it came out like every year it's like every halloween yeah right, this was yeah. the this well, was the horror movie to sneak into when you were a kid and we weren't old enough to see it so i remember when i went uh when it first came out initially um i went with my friends to see you know, the classic Jimmy Fallon and Queen Latifah um, <laughs> taxi <laughs> action comedy taxi <laughs> that also came out in 2004. And uh, my friends decided, see, I was there to see that movie. My friends were there to actually sneak into Saul. Little did I know. So my friends snuck into hey, Saul. Why and, wouldn't they tell you? And I was, t- well, so we started in taxi and they told me there. Um, but then they they snuck into Saw after Taxi had they started. They knew that you wouldn't like it, and I was too scared. Go. I was too scared at the time. I didn't like scary movies, so I stayed and I sat and watched Taxi by myself <laughs> while they the, saw Saw. That is the saddest story. Just imagining you alone and watching that awful movie. Did you laugh? I laughed. I cried. <laughs> I, it was a roller coaster of emotions. You were filled with emotions. Oh man, <laughs> did they like Saw? <laughs> Yes, and that, I think that's <laughs> um, why I have watched it several times to this day. <laughs> Made me appreciate it more. I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like I really liked the second one a lot because I think I saw the second one in theaters. I think we might have snuck in to see the second one or the third one. And um, I also remember at the time I was going through my weird music phase of um, like Puddle of Mud and <laughs> Slipknot and like death metal screamo but in the second in the second movie one of those bands was the like the credit song and had like a music video for the movie and stuff like that oh i think it was it wasn't puddle of mud mud vein it was mud vein (laughs) oh my gosh puddle of mud mud vein and i remember loving that as well being like yeah mud veins in this movie because it's so hardcore and i'm in eighth grade and i'm so edgy (laughs) Had a lot of angst, it sounds like. Yeah. No. I'm 13. That's what's so funny is I was probably the exact same. I just wore a lot of black and listened to death metal music, but I was still like myself. <laughs> like I wasn't that different. <laughs> no one understands me, coach. <laughs> I'm just going to go watch Star Wars. <laughs> but, but Peter, so what's your trap? Uh, the friends. The friends is fighting. my favorite. Bros before hoes. That's what the Seriously, lesson was. If, if I had to be attached to you... With a wood saw thing, I have a hard time thinking of anyone <laughs> that you know would tear us apart. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I guess we've never had a a love triangle. Yeah, we've never had a love triangle though. Yeah. So you guys would turn on me. Would you be the the girl dangling the from the roof, John? Girl. I mean, <laughs> okay. Well, if this is it, who would you be in a relationship with, actually? And who would you be cheating? You'd be in a relationship with Mark, but you'd be cheating on him with me, right? Right. Okay. We, okay. we can all agree on that. That's yeah. how that would work. Uh-huh. I get that. But we would we would fight, and then we'd be like, "He's he's not worth it, Peter." Yeah, it's just John. It's just John. <laughs> he's like, 
we can't let her destroy us. And then we just hold it in the center, and you just get cut in half, John. Is that how you want to live your I life? I wouldn't be caught dead in Central Park. <laughs> you would, though. You would be in that. And you would be cut in half, just like your uh, pigs in your favorite trap. <laughs> well, I guess it wasn't Central Park. It was the Central Park of Bloodhaven, because I think it all right. takes place uh, in Central, Central right. Park Bloodhaven. Yeah, right. Nightwing's not coming, man. He hasn't gotten there yet. He's still, he's still... How no one could get in there, or how it even got set up. Like, yeah. All the questions. Never. Lots answered. of questions. There's a it's lot like of. Flash mob. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, oh, look at the show. <laughs> what the hell? Um, I. So, like, final thoughts on the movie? Really? It was fun. It was fun. I, this is a fun movie. I think. I just forgot how long it is and how slow certain parts are. It kind of reminded me of the dark place thing of the anywhere we could add slow slow mo, we added slow mo. Only this yeah, time to was make it longer. Any time we could add a flashback, we added a flashback. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I caught myself uh, on my phone, and I never on my phone when I watch a movie, <laughs> but I was towards the end of this one. Right. Yeah, and then there's a few bad acting moments, but as a whole, it's kind of whatever. Um, but yeah, I enjoy it. I think it's worth your free time. I, I really enjoyed it as well. I enjoyed the cast. I enjoyed um, the crew, the, the budget. <laughs> right, right. The yeah. It's, <laughs> overall, it's um, a more enjoyable series than, say, the Hellraiser franchise. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I enjoy this level of, like, this and kind of Seven are on the same wavelength where it's it's body horror, but it's tastefully put, I should say. That's, that's I'm I might I'm comparing I'm comparing <laughs> that to Hostel is what I'm comparing okay. it to because without movies like Hostel this would be the top of that scale of like wow they pushed it far but movies like Hostel and stuff that took it way too far those just aren't enjoyable. I mean, this movie became well known for taking it far though and the whole series really so I think it's a pretty it monumental did, movie for it our generation that in Hostel that formed torture porn. Yeah, the torture porn genre. I'm so happy that's over, that we're past that phase. We're not that. Yeah, new oh, yeah, Saw's coming out this Halloween. There's a new Saw movie. Jigsaw. New Saw. Eli Roth did The Green Inferno coming out oh, with another God, movie. Go see it. Well, that we'll might, be Green it. Inferno might be a uh, a watch later. That's a that's a weird movie. But I think in the new Saw movie, it looks like in the trailer that they're lasers. Did you notice that in the trailer? Like one of the collars that's strapped to a guy looks like it has lasers. It's oh my gosh. Best story though when we went to go see it. Oh yes. And the, the trailer for Jigsaw came came <laughs> on and then the like girls behind us were I love I love Jigsaw. This looks like a Saw movie. Is this oh my a God, Saw movie? Is this gonna be like it's Saw? It's like a two and a half minute trailer. We already know no, it's, it's Saw. Saw. Like we've talked about Jigsaw ten times already, and they're like, Do you think? Do you think this is a Saw movie? If this is anything like a Saw movie, I'm going to go see it. I love Saw. And then it said, <laughs> and the, as soon as in the trailer, they're like, you mean Jigsaw's back? They're like, oh, do you still, this might be a Saw movie. <laughs> I wanted like, to oh turn around. <laughs> it is. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> what? No. It's one of my favorite parts of that movie was just that Listening experience. to those girls? Because, yeah, that was la- the same group of girls later in the movie when there's like a funny line by Richie or whatever, where it's just the, I wish we were funny. I lost it. We did too. We did too. <laughs> we wish we you, wish were, you funny. were funny too. Oh man, yeah, that was. Uh, this is another Jigsaw movie. I'm, I'm gonna go see it. I love, I love those. I love those movies. Sounds like your Mark Wahlberg impression <laughs> from The Happening. Is this another Very Jigsaw soon. movie? <laughs> it's happening in parks. Are you kidding me? Bloodhaven. What about the What about the Jigsaw movie? Read about this. What about this? The Jigsaw movies. They're disappearing. <laughs> 
That's a terrible impression. I it need is. to stop. It's still better than your Philip Seymour Hoffman. Well, that's be. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do that anymore. Uh, I mean, any other final thoughts, John? You said you enjoyed it. Watch it. I enjoyed it, guys. Watch see, it. I enjoyed the twist. Guys, see the six, seven now other ones. Should Eight. our yeah. should our cool, level yeah. should how we recommend movies? I was just thinking about this. Should how we recommend movies be related to the title where we're like, should they spend their free time on it? Should they not spend their free time on it? Because I mean. We have too much free time. <laughs> I saw it. I liked it. Spend your free time on it. First off, boo. That was a bad a bad attempt at in, a pun. Let's going back to in a world of past tense. In a world of past tense. Two men stuck in a bathroom. <laughs> saw. <laughs> what did they saw? <laughs> <laughs> You'll never forget the time you saw. See saw. what they <laughs> saw. <laughs> Come see Saw. <laughs> That's so stupid. Okay, we need to stop before this gets worse. Uh, All right. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up. I'm Mark Burris. With me is Peter Blank. I'm just going to say Blankenship. I can't think of a creative thing right now That's for it. you. That's it. That's the name. Peter Blankenship and John Girdler. And, uh... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that kind introduction. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Bye.